Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And on today's Word for the Day, we continue our series entitled Human Sexuality. And um, on today's episode, we're going to turn a corner and begin to talk about the ways that um, we can uh, violate God's standards for human sexuality. So before we go there, just to review... The, the, the biblical and Christian standard for human sexuality, that which has been revealed by God, is that God, in, God designed and created sex, and his intention is that it is to happen within, um, between a man and a woman within the context of a lifelong covenant marriage. Sex is designed by God to happen between a man and a woman within the lifelong context of covenant marriage. Any expression of sexuality that falls outside of that boundary violates God's standards for human sexuality. So we're going to begin to look at different ways that those standards are violated. And today we're going to start with um, the sixth commandment, you shall not commit adultery. And there are other things we'll be looking at in subsequent episodes, but today we'll just look at the idea of adultery. Um, This commandment, the sixth commandment, is, is written in a way that's kind of interesting. So God wanted to make sure the, the Ten Commands, the Ten Words, could be something people remember. So he stated them in concrete ways, in short ways, and in ways that say what not to do. But this command is really sort of a stand-in for all the ways that human sexuality can go wrong. Um, if you read in the book of Deuteronomy, where, where the Ten Commandments are repeated after they're given in the book of Exodus, then the whole book is designed in ten big sections. And each of the sections take one of the Ten Commandments and amplifies it with many, many subcommands. Plus, there are commandments in other parts of Exodus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, other parts of Scripture that amplify this core commandment. And so the command, do not commit adultery, isn't just sort of a, a, a legalistic, narrow thing saying that's the only thing God cares about. It's a stand-in for saying any way that you would behave that would go against God's created um, purpose for sexuality, that sex is only between a man and a woman within the covenant of marriage, is wrong. So, want to set that in place. But now let me talk specifically about adultery. So adultery is anytime sex happens between a married person and another person who is not their spouse. So a, a husband has a wife or a wife has a husband. That's Christian marriage. So if there's a sexual relationship from a husband with someone who is not his wife, it could be a woman who's someone else's wife it could be a woman who's single. It could be a homosexual relationship with another man. Um, or it could be a wife with a, a man who's not married or a man who is married who's not her husband or with another woman. Um, those all violate God's standard for marriage. And for a married person to, to break that bond is to commit adultery. And it violates God's standard for marriage, and it brings damage into the marriage relationship, and 
if there's a family deep damage in the family life. Um, any of you who've known anyone or been close to someone where this grave sin has happened, you know the ripple effects of its evil. It's not just the act itself that's evil, but there are always victims, almost always, that go beyond. And the betrayal and the hurt and the brokenness just ripples out from this act. So God has a deep concern for preserving the covenant of marriage and preserving the covenant by preserving the, 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 the safety of sexuality only happening in that context. It's so important to him. Why? Well, remember, marriage, marriage and sex have sacramental natures, and they, they contribute to the flourishing of human life. God wants our lives to flourish. And when we cross that boundary, it undermines our ability to live the kind of flourishing life that God designed for us and that God wants for us. So that's the first kind of line that we can cross where we violate God's commands in terms of human sexuality. Now, I want to talk about something Jesus said in the New Testament because he spoke about adultery in Matthew 5. And he said, You have heard that it was said, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, anyone who commits adultery in their, or excuse me, anyone who lusts in their heart has already committed adultery. So what's Jesus doing here? Well, what he's doing in the Sermon on the Mount here, I believe, is he's saying, look, you, you can sort of, before God, consider yourself all good just because you haven't actually physically violated the command of adultery. But the truth is, if in your heart you're, you're coveting or wanting someone who's not your spouse, and I think even if you, if you could, you would violate physically your marriage vow, then your heart is already in a bad place. You're already guilty of that sin in your heart before God. And, and so there's a sense where at the heart level, you've already begun, begin, have begun, begun, begun to violate this commandment. So there's a couple things I want to say here. One is, um, for those who, well, for anyone who's a Christian, to, to practice lust is a sin. Now, I want to be really clear here. Um, sometimes I think people, when they first get introduced to this, this idea, think any sexual desire um, is automatically lust. I don't think that's right. Um, you know, if a, if a young man sees a very attractive young woman, finds her attractive, kind of gives them a little bit of a rush. I hope that doesn't make you feel uncomfortable to say that, but that happens. Um, that's not lust. That's being a human being. Now, if you take that feeling and begin to cultivate it and maybe begin to fantasize about sex with that person, then you begin to cross the boundary of lust and you be very damaging. And of course, the most kind of egregious expression, this is when people use pornography. We'll talk about that on by itself in its own episode. But, but, um, that's what goes on. So it's, it's not good, and it does damage and undermine marriage relationships. But, but in terms of the ripple effect of the evil, um, actually committing physical adultery has probably bigger and more damaging consequences. Now, almost always, people commit the physical act of adultery because they've already cons- begun to commit the heart and mental act of adultery. And so the way we protect ourselves, uh, one of the ways, excuse me, we protect ourselves from entering into that sin is we guard our minds and hearts and don't let ourselves go into sort of mental or fantasy or fantasizing adultery or sexual sin. It protects us from the act. 
But they're related and they both matter and both violate God's standards for sexuality. God wants us to be chaste, which means if we're married, then we're faithful to our partner and we're faithful both physically and in terms of our mental and emotional and and, and uh, imagination part of our lives. Well, I could say more about that, but hopefully that's a helpful beginning of looking at the ways we can violate God's standards for human sexuality. God bless and have a great day.